Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio. We are very happy to be here with you today as we go deeper, understanding more profoundly, more gracefully, these wonderful laws of attraction. Really, you know, underneath that is really remembering who we are as powerful beings of consciousness. And of course, we'd like to bring along for the road our ghosts, otherwise known as our channels. I like calling them ghosts lately. I don't know why. It just ruffles feathers. But I love our channels that we get to go deeper on. I love this leading edge information that we're getting from people who are opening their mind and allowing more information. And I also love my co-host, Janice Campbell, who's here to discuss all this wonderful stuff with me. Hello, Janice. Hi. Hey, welcome back to the show. It's been a couple of weeks since we've done a show. Last week, we focused on the wonderful work of Frank Butterfield. I hope you all enjoyed that show and heard my little rant about about my physical condition, which is joyfully gone. Yay. Oh, so I know it's absolutely gone. <gasps> thank you. Thank you. And um, because I practiced what we talked about uh, in that show, I have what I want and I want what I have released all resistance and I am symptomless. So it is really fun to watch these laws play out. And um, and we're going to do some more of that today. Today, we're going to talk about transitions, changes, graceful allowing. Janice is kind of having a big deal today. Janice, you want to tell us what's going on in your life today? Okay. This morning at 5.30 a.m., my oldest son went away to college, <laughs> clear across the United States. And I oh, won't be man. seeing him until Christmas. <laughs> or at least that's how it stands right now. <laughs> <laughs> For all you, I promised him I wouldn't be stalking him too. <laughs> you promised no, no text stalking. Oh well, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> There should be a word for a tech stalker. I'm sure someone out there knows what that is. But, well, congratulations for pushing the first one out of the real nest here. It's one down, two to go. (laughs) What I have to say, though, is clearly you're handling it really beautifully. And I have a feeling, and we'll talk about it more, that you've done some pre-paving to get to this point. In other words, you didn't let this day come without sort of deciding how you wanted to feel or at least um, giving some thought to how you're going to view this opportunity. Yes. Well, interesting when you say that, because maybe it wasn't conscious, but you're absolutely right. Right. There's a, there's 
you get to understand when something is kind of on the calendar and up and coming, mm-hmm. that there is some focus work to do, maybe not directly about that, but in a way for you to practice allowing what is inevitable, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, nothing is going to stay the same, especially if you have children. And, you know, there is this opportunity to allow and, you know, let the emotions come up, mm-hmm. which I think, you know, we've been learning more and more. It's not about running from the emotions or making them wrong but really allowing them to have their time to be present, but then to let go and see what's behind them and see what's available. I think too, it's interesting. It's kind of like how we hold things. Like I think when, when it started actually when he graduated from high school, then we've had the summer, but I just kept something shifted then when all of a sudden I just like the energy shifted to, I'm so proud of him, but also I'm really proud of my husband and I, Like, I feel like this has been a really long project and we've done a really good job. Like we've stayed very focused on it. And so a lot of this, like today I was thinking, God, it kind of is the same feeling as if I just wrote a bestseller. (laughs) (laughs) When you feel really like you accomplished um, a goal, like you worked towards something, you were focused on something, you had an intention, a desire, and then you see the outpicturing of that and it feels really good. And you did. I mean, I think that is a really powerful way to stand in that place of knowing that you participated in this beautiful person mm-hmm. that has come about and um, that there is nothing out of order. And yes. there is just like this is not this is the natural like I want this for him and I want it for right. us. <laughs> yes. Yes. yes, 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 yes. Well, I, I think, you know, the, the idea of of graceful allowing graceful transitions is really interesting because a lot of folks are going through unexpected transitions whether it be you know people making their transition it's been so wonderful to to listen to esther as she um you know finds her new footing without Jerry as he made his transition. And it has been amazing to listen to her stories and how she has um, clearly delivered to us that everything is eternal, that relationships never end, um, and that there are just different ways to interact with them. But also people who, you know, their jobs might have gone away uh, due to, to the economy or whatever's going on. But there can be unexpected transitions. There can be transitions that you're anticipating. But Either way, practicing this graceful allowing, this really not pushing against something, not resisting uh, what is happening, not even resisting the feelings. I, I think it is one of the key things that we get to understand when we study this work, how to be joyful even through the transitions that can be painful or can be unsettling or can be confusing. Uh, and that's what we really want to get into today on the show. And what I'd like to do is start the hour by playing a small piece that happened just recently on an Abraham workshop where they they really talk specifically about how to be good parents. And and they really are going to talk about this uh, concept of pre-paving, which we'll talk about a little bit after we, we hear this segment. So we're going to play, um, again, a, work, a little bit of a workshop from the Abraham Hicks workshop. We hope that you will run over to their website if when you get a little taste of this at abraham-hicks.com if you are not already a junkie like we are. Um, here we go. Here's this beautiful track, How to Be a Good Parent. I feel like I've been on such a journey with you around different states I've lived and different places I've been in. 
And I feel so grateful and so full of gratitude being here present with you again in such a loving marriage and beautiful life. So thank you. Um, I am now pregnant. And <laughs> thank you. I'd like to know how to be a really good mother. Bring it on. <laughs> By prepaving in advance mm. the brilliance and intelligence of this child coming forward mm. and make a decision early on that you are going to allow this to be the life of this child. Mm. We were going to be a little more abrupt as with our teacher and mentor of so many and say, just mind your own business. Mm. But it's really difficult mm. to not think that everything that has to do with your children is your business mm. because you care about them so much. Mm -hmm. But they come with such powerful intentionality. And it's such a fine line mm -hmm. to wish well-being for them and to step on their own creative toes, you mm. see. And so the conversation that we just had just now mm. about stepping back far enough that you can anticipate, in other words, get really general about this. And that is the hardest thing to do, to be a parent with such specific things that are required of you. Mm. It is so difficult to be general mm. when there are so many specifics for you to tend to. But the most important thing that we could encourage you to do is to understand that through your own personal alignment, just separating this conversation from the subject of parenting and motherhood. To accomplish your own personal alignment first thing every day so that you have shock absorbers mm -hmm. that help you not be reactionary. Mm. <laughs> because that's what sets relationships off day by day mm. on the wrong foot is not being vibrationally stable yourself then having a knee-jerk reaction to something that's going on and then off you are in the bushes trying to calm the waters and missing the true power of who you are and the true power of who they are mm. you say mm. that's it there's nothing that matters more than that. Be who you really are first. So it's all about prepaving. It's about, and those were opening words that we offer today. It's about prepaving or preparing the vibration before an unwanted manifestation occurs, before an unwanted comment, or before an unwanted observation. Because if you've prepaved, you will be less likely to see it. But remember, oh, remember, it's not your job to get so good at aligning that you control the behavior of your children it is your job to get so good of aligning that the behavior of your children thrills you rather than bothers you mm. because they are diverse they must learn they must feel their vortex how are they going to put stuff in their vortex if they're never allowed to do anything that you wouldn't allow them to do mm. in other words you want them to have exposure to life you just want to be not a reactionary person mm -hmm. you want to teach by the clarity of your example i know how to stay in the vortex and i know what i've got going on in my grid and i 
knew who you were before you were born. I could feel the power and clarity of you. Mm. Get general. I know that a wonderful life is before you. And I know that the details of your life are going to thrill. And they're going to surprise and delight you. And they're going to surprise and delight me. Mm. And I cannot wait for things that we're going to mix up together. And I intend to live happily ever after, little one coming forward. <laughs> and I expect that you will live happily ever after, too. But I'm giving you fair advance information I'm going to be on my game every single day <laughs> I'm going to be tuned in tapped in turned on to my best ability every single day and one thing you'll learn from me child you might not learn Spanish from me and you might not learn calculus from me you might have to learn those specific things from daddy or from somebody else but what you will learn from me is love mm -hmm. Consistent joy, um, steady appreciation, and a willingness to accept you in what you are doing, no matter what it is. Mm -hmm. You will not throw me mm -hmm. off my game mm -hmm. because I'm practicing before you get here yeah. and I've got a head start. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? Yes. <laughs> thought that was such a sweet piece and but it's so um, true i mean i you know after, like raising kids you can see how it's just so it's so true that it is all about staying aligned like yeah. doing that work first because like i talked to just i talked to someone yesterday who was totally freaking out about something that seems so non-freak outable <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like it was surprising to me her reaction and it was like, wow. I mean, it it just was so interesting to me that she would choose that reaction from the situation. Right. You know, and I could see how a lot of this is. And then the child feels like they're shamed and they're wrong when it really is the parent not being stable and grounded. Right, right. And I think what's so interesting is what I learned from that segment is this concept that when you are in reaction, you're out of alignment. Mm -hmm. And that was like, that was a new kind of aha for me. It's rather simplistic, but it's so profound that when you find yourself reacting, and we all know what that feels mm -hmm. like, you're out of alignment. Yeah. And so anything you say. Time to go to bed. Yeah. I'm out. It's not going to be good. Yeah. You know, it's going to continue to, you know, swirl around the vibe. Um, but that was kind of an aha where uh, what happens is, you get reactionary when you haven't practiced or prepaved on the smaller stuff. Yes. You know, yeah. you know, birth and transition to college and all that. Mm -hmm. Those are big stuff. It's the smaller stuff that you can practice, um, you know, letting go, relaxing, um, working through your emotional reactions without reacting in the world yes. and pushing against. I don't know. There's this certain thing that every time I hear, you know, news that is challenging or unexpected, I immediately want to say, you know, and I think of our friend Jerry, you know, all is well. Yeah. Something's coming out of this. It's not done yet. And that's something right. that, that Frank Butterfield has really taught me in, in his communion of light work is you you don't know where this is going. Yeah. You don't have a seat in the stadium high enough to see how there is something unfolding here and there's going to require a level of trust. But man, that, you know. Yeah, but it's kind of like when you, you know, like it's saying about relaxing and all that. But you do have to have the trust before you can relax. 
So because otherwise so, it doesn't make sense. Like the way they keep saying, you know, I'm going to be on my game every day. We understand what she's talking about that when, what she's talking about, like, I'm going to be in my vortex. I'm going to practice my alignment. But I think a lot of parents, when they, when they hear, I'm going to be on my game every day, it's like, I'm going to be watching you. You know, it's like right. a whole different energy. I'm going to make sure you don't get out of line. I'm going to make sure, do you know what I mean? It's almost coming from that fearful place. If you don't have the knowing of how, you know, the perfection of the universe and the level of trust and knowing that everything is going to work out, then you're much more fearful and you feel like being on the game is kind of like alleviating the fears or avoiding the, you know what I mean? It's like a whole different energy. Well, I think it really is that, you know, Abraham has often said that they could write the shortest book on parenting ever, and that is Mind Your Own Business. And that just sets parents off. Then you're not being a good parent. It's the opposite. You know, that's a neglectful parent. That's the reason they get into trouble Uh is someone was... Because you're letting them do whatever they want, and they're going to be out of control. (laughs) But, you know, it's not like they say you know, you shouldn't let your kids play on the freeway. They're not saying that there isn't guidance and there isn't timing and things that, but there is this understanding, this profound understanding that they come with their own set of intentions that may or may not be what you would intend for them. Right. And I think that's the toughest part to, to allow sometimes when we have an idea of how it should go. And to trust them, to trust what lives within them. I mean, I've, I've noticed lately, like um, a very loose survey. It's probably judgmental of me to do this, but I can't help it. But I'm just noticing because there's some parents that are really, really hard on their kids, you know, really trying to, you do this, you do that, you know, really have a lot of stringent rules. And those are the angriest and actually the most disrespectful kids. Mm. And it's almost like I find that fascinating. It almost like it backfires. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. It's kind of like that's why it's so important to have an understanding of spiritual principles because they actually work in opposition to what we're taught. Yeah, it's so true. You know, so tr- have more control, come down on them hard, then they'll be good citizens and res- it doesn't work that way. Well, it's a lot like, you know, you you put a pillow over someone's face long enough, they they will react. Um, you know, you can't really control uh and this idea of staying more generalized in your wanting uh, for them, I think is such a powerful stance. And we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll delve a little bit more deliciously in this opportunity of, of how we can be present for transitions and changes, even when we're a parent or we're in a relationship with someone who seems to may be doing something that we didn't um, see or vision for them, that there is an opportunity for us for our greater allowing and our greater joy in the midst of it. Stay tuned. You're listening to Everyday attraction here on unity online radio we'll be right back after the break when listeners like you contribute to the unity online radio network you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Have 
Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Turn to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back from the break. Janice and Ray here on the Metaphysical Porch. We're having a lovely day talking about transitions, changes, graceful allowing, how to use some of the information that we're getting from our higher knowing so that we can be in our everyday, uh, more present, more aware, more allowing, and just enjoying ourselves more because I think there's so much suffering that happens when we get too specific on our relationships on how another person should be. Yeah. You know, you know, it's funny. I've been noticing this with my daughter because, you know, obviously she's 12. I'm a lot older than her. I have a lot more life experiences and part of me, but this is not graceful allowing, but part of me wants to fast forward and have her learn all of this stuff so she doesn't have to suffer. So my husband is picking him up from her and her girlfriend from the movie and he's like going on these, oh, they were going on and on talking about this and this. And and he's saying, you know what? They were sounding like 12 year olds. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Which is what they're supposed to sound like. <laughs> and yet, part of me, like, doesn't want her to have those conversations, you know, either those conversations or to suffer inside of those conversations, you know, but it's part of that is she's a 12 year old. And yes. to let that be, yeah. that that's allowing, that's allowing, but it's not always easy because it's like, oh, I can't believe she thinks that about herself or she shouldn't have that, you know? It's like, right. she's 12. <laughs> Yes, yes. And and it's not something that you really can or want to rush. And there is this this general trick has just been such a blessing for me, um, especially when things have gotten a little nitty gritty in that you step back and you know that you don't have to get specific about their well-being and and you actually benefit them because you give them the opportunity to get specific about what they want without disappointing you. Yes. So you stand back and you trust and you know that all is truly well, that they have an intentionality that's powerful and profound and that things always work out for them. And you hold that place of not being um, a reactionary parent. I, I just can't even imagine. Um, you know, I grew up in a home where there was a lot of reacting going on. There was a lot of knee jerking. There was a lot of, um, you know, freak out kind of energy. And, and it is unsettling because then you end up having a lot of energy that wants to quell things rather than be present. Yes. 
you know, you get really busy into kind of quelling the potential of, of something going out of control. And it's very exhausting to do that. And I've had to unravel and unlearn to, to really care to uh, not re- just because someone's reacting doesn't mean you have to do anything. Boy, that's a powerful stance to allow someone to have a reaction and not jump into the energy is so powerful. And I'm sure there's some sort of Asian <laughs> martial art, <laughs> to that. you know, it's like you- a keto, you know, you, you work with that energy instead of fighting against it. Yeah, you go and with you the flow. Have- Yes, and you don't even push against it, and you you don't try to uh, to uh, make it go away. But there is this power in allowing someone to be exactly where they are, mm-hmm. feeling exactly what they're feeling, and just supporting them with this generalized knowing that this too shall pass. Yeah. There isn't just there just isn't anything more comforting than to have someone hold you yeah. in that gaze. And I'm sure you know. Again, I I feel that that presence of our teacher Jesus, and that is the power of that knowing, you know, that sort of holding that all is truly well, even in the midst of the transition and the change, and that you can hold on to this grace, but it takes some practice. You know, you don't want to try this on a big transition day. You want to do this, you know, in the small spaces, in the small corner cases of life, where you learn to say, you know, I'm going to let this go. I mean, we got a call today from the school, something happened, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I kind of have to watch my reaction, which means I want to run down there and do something mm-hmm. and I have to take a breath and know that all is truly well. And I have to kind of recalibrate Yes, and then decide if there's an action point. There may not be, right. you know, there may not be an action point, but this, you know, this idea of advanced pre-paving and setting a space every day, you know, what we've been learning, I think from Abraham and the communion of light, is it's no longer about getting up in the morning and writing a list of all the things that you want to manifest. That that kind of was an older technology that we got through. What you what you really want to do is set this generalized well-being, knowing that all is well and that truly the universe is unfolding for you as you. And you can even start to set a grid on an emotional intention. I'd like to feel excitement today. I'd like to feel anticipation. I'd like to feel delicious joy. Or I'd like to feel ease and flow today. I'd like to feel fun. We can actually just set a grid of emotional intention and let the universe fill in the details. You know, they already know what we want. They know our favorite ice cream. They get our favorite. (laughs) You know what I mean? You're making me hungry. (laughs) But it's like, we don't, we don't have to get so specific with the universe. It's it's like, I I hear that a lot from students of law of attraction. You know, I'm obviously not focused enough on the house because the house isn't or the, or the partner or the money. And it's like, no, the fact that you are focused on that is the problem. Right. Get general. Yeah. Get general. You know what helps to me, which is probably the same thing as a general, it's just kind of thinking in a bigger time span. Yeah. You know what I mean, like when I think about, like, I remember we took uh, my oldest son out of school for a few days, we went to Disney World and the, and the counselor was like, oh my God, he's, you know, he's never going to get into college basically. And you know what I mean? He's going to get unexcused absences and, and all this fearful stuff. And, you know, we went anyway. And now, you know, I'm taking my other son out of school. He and I are going on a little trip next month. And, but, you know, looking from the big context, it's, I yeah. see it in a whole different light, like what's important versus that short term. No, 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 no. This, you know, it's just the same thing with my daughter, just kind of seeing things in a bigger picture, a bigger context, other than right what's in my face today. 
Yeah. You know, I love that because that more generalized, you know, laid back understanding just gives everybody more room to be authentically who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, that there isn't this um, air of disappointment quite so heavy on our relationships. I think, you know, nothing kills love faster than this, this kind of critical eye. This need to, um, you need to be, and Abraham talks about this constantly, you need to be something different in order for me to love you kind of thing. It's the opposite of what we want and know about the law of attraction. You know, and we get to practice this unconditional, unconditional love energy. And what happens is, what I love about it is that we tap into the real powerful unconditional love that is basically holding the planet in place and all the stars and all the system. I mean, this energy of unconditional love is so powerful. And when you just put your toe in it. It will wrap you in a powerful place of enjoying and knowing life and, and being able to be present to its unfolding yes. and not, you know, not trying to change and it. And it's between you and you. That's what I'm learning too. Like it's not, it doesn't really matter what anybody's doing around you. You know, I was talking to a friend last week and she was saying about her, this guy, he was on a business trip and he and his wife were kind of communicating, realizing that they can communicate telepathically when they're away from each other. And then we're talking about this other story where this person's been saying that, you know, I think it's really, I've cut my energy with that person for a while because it's really important that they feel their own energy. And so I was telling my, my son who went, moved away today, I was telling him, talking about those two different scenarios. I said, we could stay connected telepathically. I mean, we can communicate even though we're all these miles away. <laughs> yes, or we can do yes. the other one where I completely um, kind of separate from you and you have your own energy as an opportunity to really feel your own energy like you're an adult now you, you're really feeling you know your own energy apart from me as your mother and he's like oh I like the second one better <laughs> <laughs> yeah moment I want you in my head thanks though <laughs> then again it's like I, it's it, it felt really good to me because I yeah you know that feels really healthy I love that idea of because I'm thinking even into my adult years until my parents passed away I could still feel their energy inside of mine Yes. You know, and it's like, God, oh, what a beautiful thing to really let people own their own energy. That's amazing. And you're talking one generation of, of talk about a profound difference that you're able to untangle yourself from his energy and yet still be o- available, allowing, aware of him, holding the loving light. It's not a, a rejection of, yeah. it's just, it's really like backing out and allowing the field to be even larger, you know? Oh, it's, it's a powerful thing to give one another. And I think it's what we all crave from one another. Yes. You know, yeah. That that ability to not be entangled and oh, happy no matter what. I mean, truly, we hear this over and over over with these teachers. And if we haven't got it yet, I don't know what we're looking for. But if we're still placing our alignment in conjunction with how other people are reacting to us today, we're in big trouble. Big trouble, you know, or if we're trying to get our alignment by controlling circumstances and we only relax when we have the illusion of control over certain circumstances, that is a life of misery. It really, truly is to try to control. And, you know, I had a relationship recently that kind of came apart at the seams and, and I had to trust that overall that it was headed in the right direction, even though it was confusing, confounding, and I wanted to react and I wanted to defend myself. Um, I realized through these teachings and through these very subtle, graceful knowing that I could not control that person's perspective no matter how high I tried to bounce, Mm. you know. 
or how in, and how intense my emails were or how true my words were. There are perspectives that and someone's going to hold about you and something you did or something you said, and that's it. That's what they're going to hold. But can you let that be okay? Can you stand in that and not react and not try to change it mm-hmm. and find that grace that, you know, this too, this too is for my greater allowing. There's something. Well, I love that, that, that Frank Butterfield, you don't know where this is going. <laughs> You don't know. You're mid. You're midway through the book, and you want to burn the book. Yeah. So to say this yes. means this, or this means this, we don't know. We don't know where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> this has a great ending. Trust. Yes. Trust the universe. It has a fantastic ending, and there is no ending. Yeah. There's book after book after book, and you know, and and I really think it's an, an interesting um, philosophy to have powerfully in one's pocket to not try to um, to be in that reactionary world. Because I think if you turn on television, especially some of the certain news channels, all it is is this sort of splashing, as you talk about in Receive Your Life, this sort of top splashing, reacting, no one actually saying anything that anyone's actually hearing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fascinating to watch. It's it's hard to take on for yeah. very long, frankly. And I tend to watch just the Daily Show, which makes fun of it all. That helps me. <laughs> get through the but at the same time, those things that really cause a deep reaction in us, those are that's really wonderful too, because it's yes. like, wow, where have I been abandoning myself? You know, yes. where have I been listening to something other than the truth of who I am? Like it's it's kind of a good wake up call. It alerts us. <laughs> really can. And again, that's why I say if you've had a good reaction, good for you, because you have now discovered where you've gone off track. You can discover where you've abandoned yourself. Mm -hmm. And the level of your reaction is actually the exact measurement of the level of abandonment that you have had to yourself. It's really Mm -hmm. fascinating. Because if we have a small reaction, we're a little off. If we absolutely go nuts and we move into this place of complete craziness about a certain circumstance or situation, we've actually probably been absent to ourselves for quite a while. (laughs) I did that a couple weeks ago. I don't know if I mentioned on the radio last, but it was a a call from my brother. I couldn't believe my reaction. I I mean, I absolutely was like, wow, okay, that was good. (laughs) Isn't that interesting when it comes up and sneaks up with you like that? It's beautiful, really. And it's such a gift because it's so fun to, once we calm down, (laughs) it's fun to get the value from it. Well, what, as you know, you often say in the Receive Your Life work that understanding is curative. And so if you have, uh, you know, an overall understanding that a reaction is simply uh, a, a sort of bubbling up of an alignment that's been off kilter for some time, you know what to do. You go back to yourself. Yeah. You go back. And it's to so that. fun to see that the, the explosion is really not that the situation that we think it is. Never, it's ever. It's kind of the straw that broke the camel's back that's connected to it, but it's not that event. <laughs> and bless those boogers, yeah. man, because they really, I mean, the people who make you the most crazy, we hear this again, are, are probably the ones and before we came into this lifetime that we decided would be our, our biggest teachers, our biggest allowers. Because you, you just, when you cut your oxygen off, mm-hmm. which is really what getting out of alignment feels like, um, to breathe again. Oh, it's sublime, yeah. you know, when, when you haven't been able to, to take a full breath, to let that emotional reaction have its way with you. And I've really been getting this from Abraham lately, and it's new information, I think, where they used to say, okay, you know, find a little better thought, a little better thought, a little better thought, try and, you know, try and work with it if you're in. Now they, they're at this place like, ah, eh, 
if you're in contrast, let it rip. It's going to be over in a minute. You know what I mean? It's like, don't try to save yourself in the midst of the contrast. Have your emotional reaction. And they kind of make this analogy. You know, you jumped out of the plane and you realize your chute's not going to open. Eh, I'll be over soon. You know, yeah. you just, you don't try to fix it in the moment, even vibrationally. Yes. You kind of have short shout, you know, and then you do the work after. You do the work when you're away from the heightened situation and then the pre-paving. Yes. And for those of you who are not familiar with the material, what pre-paving really means is that you set an intention before you go into a, a segment of time where you decide what it is that you want to experience. And it's, again, more general. It's not specific. I want to turn the corner and see this piece of paper. You know, it's very generalized in the overall feeling of what we want to experience in a certain circumstance. And it is powerful to do that pre-paving and then it starts to be magical. It moves from a place of relief to a place of being truly magical where you, you really just turn it over, turn it over, turn it over. Because the universe has your back and it really really knows so much more opportunity for enjoyment than you could even conjure with your own mind. You know? <laughs> I like what you're saying about the emotions. It reminds me of, a, in a, I was in a chiropractor office one day and I overheard this guy talking about it, how every emotion has a beginning, a middle and an end. <laughs> There you go. And, and the, it, like ever since I heard that, I've been thinking kind of like what you're saying. It's interesting. It's like, oh, this is the beginning, the middle, and the end. Okay. Because it does like crest, you know, and then it comes down. You come down from it. And it's like, yeah, okay. And what we're finding now with a lot of body workers and a lot of people who are doing work with the body, that if the emotion doesn't have the arc, the beginning, the middle, the end, mm -hmm. and it gets, it gets stopped midway and then gets repressed, that that oftentimes ends up a memory in the body. Yeah. There ends up being situations and ailments and blah, 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 where there is emotions, which is energy caught in the cellular it's structure. Stuck in the cellular structure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Real. That's real, you know? And so I think there's an opportunity to allow even more our emotional arc mm -hmm. and be like, hey, I'm in chapter three. Back the F off. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, I always say that in my life, sometimes like, I catch myself, I'm in the messy part. Yeah. Like a friend of mine just moved and she's like, oh, I think I made a mistake. And I'm like, oh, you're in the messy part. <laughs> Don't worry. It gets better. It gets yeah. better. Wait for the next. Wait for the next, you know, the next act, act one, act two, act three. I like that stages of one, two, and three. And then when it's settled, then we can get into the practice of doing some pre-paving. Well, we're going to take another break. When we come back, we'll talk about other relationships that you can gracefully allow, transitions, allowing. It's another day on Everyday Attraction. We'll be right back after the break. Stay tuned. A little less stress and a lot more pain. 
Join your favorite Unity Online Radio hosts for Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. On this fun-filled Caribbean adventure, enjoy sunshine, exceptional dining, and island excursions. Feed your spirit with music, message, and meditation, plus one-on-one time with some of your favorite hosts. That's Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. To learn more, go to unity.fm slash cruise. A little more sunset, a little more sea, a little less do and a lot more be. been listening to everyday attraction where the law of attraction gets real to learn more become a fan of our facebook page search for everyday attraction or email us at everyday attraction at unity.fm your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Janice and Ray today on Everyday Attraction as we go deeper into the law of attraction, really wanting to feel our oats about being present to our relationships, allowing transitions, whether it be relationships or going to college or having a baby or all those big ones. We want to spend some time pre-paving and allowing um, a non-reactive stance. We have our reactions to that which has quote-unquote gone wrong. And then we can stay in that moment where it has it has ebbed and flowed, and then we can start to practice this remembering, this trusting of the broader universe. And, you know, I think so much, Janice, it is about remembering to stay out of the nitty gritty of making things happen. Yeah, but I, but I think, too, it's kind of what we were talking about earlier. You can't do that unless you have faith. So it's kind of like our our first, well, I guess maybe they go simultaneously, but the work, a big piece is really knowing the truth of who you are and the safety of the universe and how we're being held and how all things are working together for good, even if it doesn't look like it in the moment. And just kind of like, uh, what's that, Jerry, that you say he kept saying about all things work for together for good for me or something, but it's kind of keep remembering that we're safe. Yes, we're being held, we're being guided. You know, if we're paying attention, and we're listening, we're not going to get that far off. Exactly. And and you're right, that is a premise that is a stage to which we can metaphysically create our lives. But without that stage, it becomes very difficult to enact any of these laws. It's almost like then it turns into a should. Well, you should be able to do this, you should be able to do that. But if we don't really feel that it's hard. Yes. And to have that broader knowing is really something that um, I I believe that our high self knows it fully. And it is allowing that energy to um, really communicate in whatever way, shape or form that trust, that knowing, that allowing. But I think Um, also another way to get it, what we were talking about before we started the show, too, is is just to kind of like the laid back. And sometimes yeah, just observing, observing that if we don't have to micromanage everything, that it actually works out. And then we start gathering evidence of how the universe is designed to work. Like we don't have to do it all. Right. 
Right. And there's so many ways to which things can work out well, that there isn't just one route mm -hmm. that ha that it has to go um, in order for us to know that we're getting what we want. I mean, we really have to uh, have that, that trust. One thing Abraham had said recently in a workshop that blew my mind, they were talking about the eternal nature of who we are, the unendingness of our consciousness, that the body comes and goes, but that there is a consistency. And the consistency is not only our own energy, but the energy we we have with others. Those relationships are eternal, capital E. And they had said something to us that if human beings could fully embrace the eternal nature of their consciousness, all disease would vanish from the planet immediately. And I thought that was so wild and provocative that they had said that, that somehow um, the, the issues and conflict that we get into on a physical nature is this misunderstanding about our eternal nature. Mm. I had never heard them say anything like this, and I'm still kind of grappling with the overall concept of it, but that if we can understand that bigger picture, that eternalness, that these relationships are eternal, that we could truly step back and take a breath that would allow us to um, to release the resistance that often can have physical components. That, uh, that reminds good. me of the, the book Dying to Be Me. Like yes. when she really got that it doesn't matter, like she could die from cancer or she could not. It didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, there was she a could let it go. But this, I, so it, when I heard them say that, I wanted to uh, say to myself, how can I practice that eternalness, that eternal nature um, in my daily life, in my daily practice with my family, my friends? And it really is something to try. I put it out there for everyone to give it a try that if you can contemplate the idea that you never end, that your consciousness and your relationships are eternal, and that this out uh, playing, this physical reality is one chapter um, of that eternal eternalness, boy, you can take a real big, relaxing breath about anything. <laughs> I want to spend you know? time with that one. That's a, that, that, that requires more than a couple minutes. <laughs> it really does. It's a practice because I think we all see things in context of our age. Mm -hmm. We see things in context of the year, mm -hmm. right? Time is so much this artificial pressure that we put on ourselves, right. you know? And has all kinds of implications about where we should be at this age or what we should be doing this How time. How we're measuring of up. Yes. The measuring, the measuring, the measuring. And when you, I mean, if you can think about, it kind of has a humorous tinge to it. I mean, if you're never ending and you've been going on for God knows how long in these lifetimes. I mean, everything kind of takes a humorous tinge to it. You know, it's just like, um, I'm going to worry about that. Yeah. You know, this eternal consciousness, this grand eternal consciousness is going to really worry about the guy who just cut me off in traffic. Really? <laughs> Another thing that it's helpful to me when I get into that time, like, I'll, like even right now, I'll be like, oh my God, I can't believe it's taken me so long to write this book and I should be done by now. But yet when I look back on, let's say if I was five years ago, if I was where I am today, I'd be ecstatic. Right. So, so much of it is relative. It so is. It so is. And it's important to take that step back and really know that uh, we're more powerful when we embrace that larger knowing and we hold that general stance. Um, and then the delicious specifics can be laid out. I want to play a quick track before we end the show today. Another Abraham track. This recently happened um, in an Abraham workshop. And again, we encourage you to get the full workshop over at Abraham-Hicks.com. And we hope actually you can take advantage of their web streaming and also their... Um, 
um, there are conferences that are happening all over the country. Uh, the web streaming is fantastic. It's like a, a low fee. You can get it streamed live into your home, invite some friends over. We've been doing that here. It's a blast. But recently they were talking to a woman who wanted to understand how to control her husband. Ooh, here we go. Let's <laughs> listen to a few minutes of how we can allow even that. Hold on. One last question, and that is about, it's so funny, I felt like when I saw you in San Francisco, this was the same question I had, now I'm in New York with a similar question. I have a desire that my husband, I think, can feel a lot of fear around, and that's around a move. And I see it, I can feel it, I can taste it, I can imagine my life there, I can imagine my family there, and I just want some words around All right, now this is a really good thing. Okay. So... You can see it and smell it and hear it and taste it and touch mm -hmm. it. In other words, it doesn't bring fear up in you. It only brings excitement up yeah. in you. But when you introduce the specifics of that to someone you really care about, you can see that it is unsettling to him. So <laughs> yeah. don't bring the specifics up. Mm. Okay. Stay general. Let the universal forces, let the grid start filling in. Mm. He'll come on board when more of the grid is filled in. Mm. Doesn't that make perfect sense? Isn't that what the power of influence is? If you'll stay steady with the why behind your dream, and as you hold that vibration in that place, as the grid fills in, he'll think it's his idea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so things staying general, just lastly, things like the life is going to feel really calming, it's going to feel joyous, there's going to be community and family around. Well, the thing is, all of that's good, except that when you say calming, you're trying to quell some frenzy. Mm -hmm. And when you say community, you're trying to fill the void of lack of community. Yes, so true. even though you're using those words, you've got some scattered stuff, so you're not general enough. Mm. You're not general enough because you're activating stuff. I hear and that. so wherever we are, we do really well. Mm, and that. things are unfolding that will be just right. And we'll both know it. When we both feel it, it will be the right time. And I don't have to force anything. Yeah. Things are lining up just right. Everything is working out for us and things like that. Just general statements of well-being. Impatience <laughs> is trying to get more specific than your vibration is allowing you. That's what impatience is. It's being too specific. So if you'll just stay general longer, then the grid will fill in with things that make it easier for you to then imagine it. Is this making sense to you? And I don't need to convince him. I just need to stay in my vortex. You can't convince right. him. Right. Because as you go out there and yeah. meet him on his needing to be convinced turf, <laughs> he'll win. Yeah, he does. Not any longer. But you see... <laughs> But wait, because you, because you are going to enact the energy that creates worlds. But here's the thing. We want to go back to what we said earlier. Mm. That your alignment, we're not encouraging you in alignment so that you can control the desires of your husband. And that's tricky. Yeah. We just happen to know that there is such basic harmony. Mm. In other words, when you get to the why of what you want, what you want, you are in perfect harmony. I agree. When you get to the details, you're not in perfect harmony. Right. So stay in the why okay. because it's the perfect harmony that you want. And if you're able to maintain the perfect harmony, the grid will fill in and you'll both get exactly what you want. And you'll say... I didn't see that coming. I'll say that was easy. I didn't. I did not realize. I did not realize that the specific potential to satisfy us both was there. Mm. But the universe knows it. Mm. So what does that say? 
That says that there's enough harmony already in the collective vortex, which includes all of you, that if you could stay general enough, long enough, that the universe would yield to all of you something that would please all of you. And that's that world peace you keep looking for. Mm. It's not what you think you're looking for. It's vibrational alignment. Don't attempt to quell the diversity that is necessary for the joyous expansion in order to satisfy your inability to focus yourself into alignment with your energy. Mm -hmm. That's the best statement we ever offered. (laughs) Thank you very much. And I have to say, you said to me that he was in my vibrational vortex when I was alone, single, and very scared. And you're right, he's better than I could have ever imagined. Yeah, baby. <laughs> you know, that last statement I want, again, we just listened to a small snippet from a, an Abraham workshop where they talked about, you know, don't try to quell the diversity or the contrast just because you can't find your alignment. Ah, oh, mm. isn't that interesting? I thought that was so interesting. So let's talk a little bit about that that segment, because I think there is this idea that we have to convince someone of something in order to get our way you know even that you've been around these these rooms cycles of metaphysics we still think we can use these laws of attraction to convince others to get what or that we need or that we need their alignment before we can get what we want that we need their agreement or they have to be a certain way Yes. And did you hear the technique they talked about there? I think it's so beautiful. They talked about this idea of the grid filling in. So she gets general. She doesn't have these conversations that, you know, piss him off or get him on this track. She feels general about how the place would be feeling if they move there, right? Mm-hmm. And then they, she allows the universe to start to fill in the specifics. And then he gets a sense of what it could be like. And suddenly he'll think it was his idea. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that i mean and it but it wasn't because but she wasn't doing it and i think she they caught her there a little yeah. bit did you they caught her because she's like okay well then i'll just practice well it'll be really harmonious and we'll have community and they're like yeah. well trying to say that in words but what we're picking up is you don't have harmony and you don't have right. community and why you want to do yeah this. so it's trying to fix something but i also love yeah. what they were saying about impatience is trying to get more specific than your vibration is allowing That was really interesting because that's like, okay, where am I being, where, what am I impatient about? That's a good little cleaning house item. (laughs) I go ding, 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 everything take away. away. Patience is simply that you are getting more specific than your vibration is currently up to speed with. And the only way to, to get that alignment back is to go general, to step back, step back, step back. And you can know that you've gotten general enough that you're in the, the nosebleed seats <laughs> in the last row of the last row when you can relax. Yeah. When you finally, you know, kind of feel like, oh, yeah, I could get behind that. Mm-hmm. I could feel that, you know, you know, you've got back far enough. And then don't get out of the seat and start to move down to the rows ahead of you. Let the universe concierge you into that closer specific. Let the grid fill in so that you can kind of float into the more specifics as the universe says, how about this? And how about this? And how about this? It really truly is getting out of the driver's seat and and knowing that the the chauffeur of the universe knows the roads so much better than we do um, in our individual perspective. And that really truly is our broader knowing and we can we can trust it. And to understand what impatience is, is so great because you can immediately go general and release the impatience and then allow 
the vortexes, they say, to fill in. Hmm. Such good information, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, especially in relationships. Um, I, I think the energy of convincing is such uh, just such an energy suck. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like what they're saying there about the impatient also ties into the Frank Butterfield about going high up into the stands. We don't know where this is going. It's kind of like relax, less, 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 less. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like less for us to do, less for us to do, less for us to do. And don't try so hard. Yes. Yeah. And then just get into that authentic feeling Mm -hmm. of knowing what it is that you want. And there's, what did they say? There's so much harmony. There's so much harmony in the whys, right? That you can just get into the why you want it because it would feel good. But you know, I think that's a really tricky thing too, because when, when they say get into the why of it, but it's easy to get specific when you get into the why. Only if you're out of the vortex, only if you're out of alignment. So you'll know that you've gotten too specific about the why, because the why should feel good. The why should be like, oh, because it would be fun. It would be, it would feel good. And then you get into the why of, well, then I'd show him that I was right. Uh, right. So I guess it's more like when you're coming up with your why to just feel the energy of the why. And then you could tell where you're at. The general why. Emotional why. Mm -hmm. Um, because it would feel good and all the sort of incarnations of that. Um, You know, there's so much harmony in the overall why we want something. And there's a gazillion ways that the specifics could unfold and everyone can be happy. Truly in a relationship, you know, it might look like, well, they want to live by the sea and I want to live by the forest. We're really stuck. But in, in the sort of generalized why I want it and holding that and not worrying about how the where, what, for, you know, kind of energy, how's it going to happen? When is it going to happen? Staying all out of that business of the universe. You'll be shocked and amazed how many things can come together that you would have never been able to control, convince, jive yourself. jive that's a new word. Convincing <laughs> and jiving. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> well, come to the end of our hour janice thank you so much uh, for thank you it's fun for being metaphysical light and um i wish you well and we congratulate your son and his wonderful road ahead of him we know he's going to be magnificently successful in college so yay, yay. we pray prepaved for him thank you for prepaving for him <laughs> And we thank you for joining us for another hour of Everyday Attraction. We hope that there was something you heard this hour that helped you to feel better. Because we know truly the road to everything you are wanting is simply an opportunity to know it is already done for you. It is already there for you, holding in this vibrational universe. It is simply your deeper yes, your more allowing yes, your laid back, lazy, let it happen yes, to which everything will unfold. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction.
Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Rev. Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio.